0: Here we go, 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 Here we go. this, this is, is
1: it! This is Top Flight Time Machine, I'm Andy Dawson. I'm Sam Delaney. No pause at all
0: then. No. Well, we're together in a studio. Is
1: that why there's no pause? There's
0: no delay like there usually is on our link Cups between That's London and is. Sunderland. How come
1: there's no delay from London to Sunderland, but there is some Sunderland to London? So that means you, you you pause. Are you blaming the delay for your regular pauses?
0: Yeah, it's de- I, don't, I don't leave a pause. You know I've maintained this throughout. There's only two explanations. Either it's a dodgy connection or you're inserting the pause as some form of I'm pathetic gonna power you, play. I'm
1: going to need you to get a second mobile phone and film me talking to you on the first mobile phone. You're going to need a burner phone. What are
0: you going to do if I don't? Sue me.
1: I might do. All
0: right. Do it. Yeah. But you know you're going to have to face in yeah, court.
1: Yeah, yeah, right, fair enough. <laughs> right, the pause continues then. Yeah. There's nothing I can do about it.
0: Yeah.
1: Right, it's uh the Keane Odyssey 2 part. Fuck knows. Um he's just won the Champions League and well the trouble with Manchester United. Um
0: I bet he's going to say something like we'd won every trophy, but it still wasn't enough. As Whoa. far as I was concerned, we'd done nothing
1: He's talking about recreation, recreational oh. activities. He's talking about the two sides of Roy Kane. Mm. There's Roy Kane, the family man, yeah. his wife and kids and all of that. But there's another guy, he says, bursting to get out. The guy who used to love hanging out with Des Walker, taking the piss, swapping insults, looking for a bit of mischief, living for the moment. Roy, the mischief maker, rarely oh. got out. He would to dear. Prankster, Roy. Roy, Roy, Roy. The the it, it brings to mind a court jester, perhaps, yeah. or a harlequin, mm. dressed in fine silk gowns yeah. with uh, little puffy balls on the ends of his arms yeah. and a hat with bells on. Roy, I fucking hate
0: harlequins. Maker. You fucking I hate harlequins? Yeah, they're, they're fucking dickheads, Is that aren't fucking they? racist? No. It's not racist. It might have been back in olden times, medieval times, when yeah. they, were, they were all over the place, but I think now...
1: Is the Harlequins in Games of Thrones?
0: No. I don't... Well, fuck no, i don't that. But um, uh, Game of Thrones isn't set in medieval times. Anyway, it's set is in it a not, fantasy land.
1: Is it not set at a particular time? Is it not set in the past? or the future? Is it an no. alternate
0: I think it's supposed universe. to be on a different planet, to be honest.
1: I think it might end up being like... Uh, do you remember St. Elsewhere that was on in the 1980s? Oh, yeah. It was set in the hospital mm. in... Boston, I think it was. Right. Uh, it turned out there was like eight series of it, and it turned out in the final episode, the whole thing had existed solely in the mind of one of the doctor's Fuck sons. off. Seriously. It was, it was autistic. Yeah.
0: What the is the The po- entire series. Did you did you followed the whole thing? Yeah, I watched did all of it. Did you feel let down by that? Yeah.
1: I thought it was all right, actually. I didn't feel that let down. And he had a snow globe that he played with, and the hospital was inside the snow globe. And the the, the the you know the explanation was the whole thing happened in his imagination.
0: Sounds like a deep dive.
1: st elsewhere. The boy, was called Tommy Westfall. Right. And he was the son of Doctor Westfall. And there's now on the internet because that's where all sensible stuff is. Mm. There's the theory of the Tommy Westfall universe. And it's because uh, there was an episode of Cheers where the doctors from St Elsewhere appeared. Oh yeah. As guest characters. Crossover. Crossover stuff. And this universe spreads out kind of from there. There were other episodes of programmes where St Elsewhere characters appeared. You've got Cheers, you've got Frasier, that series spun off from Cheers. And basically eighty percent of all American TV exists in in the head of this kid. Autistic
0: kid. St. Elsewhere, was it fun? Was it funny or was it it serious? It was
1: funny and serious. Oh good. I think it's on all four.
0: Like have you ever seen Nurse Jackie?
1: No, I never got round to that. Really good. Is that funny and serious? That's funny and serious. That's probably in the Tommy Westfall universe. It's well.
0: really funny and really serious.
1: Right, should we talk about Roy Keane? Yeah. <laughs> Roy Keane, the Harlequin.
0: Oh yeah, <laughs> I hate Harlequins. Yeah, they're, they're not funny. Reiterate I there. mean, they seemed funny in medieval times, mm. but since then we've had everything from Monty Python, the Office, the day to day, The Office, and elsewhere. Great stand-ups like Dave Chappelle. Yeah. Eddie Murphy in his yeah. prime. Yeah. You know, all of this shit.
1: Will Tapper and Shunter's Club.
0: It's fun, you know, compare that to some cunt in a colourful costume just fucking ringing bells and titting
1: about. And waving some fucking little rags around and stuff. Like <laughs> yeah. That in the air.
0: It's absolute shit.
1: Um, I wonder if Harlequin's a part of the Tommy Westphal universe.
0: No, because I think Tommy Westphal's better than that. <laughs>
1: Tommy Westphal is in control. Of what he thinks about? Uh. I'll tell you that for nothing. We'll do a deep dive on it one day. Yeah. So he says the plan was agreed. This is not Tommy Westphalas's writing. <laughs> We'd meet in Mulligan's, an Irish bar in Manchester, at five o'clock. By one o'clock, I'd finished my treatment. This is going back to when he was getting, he was recovering from his. Um...
0: Oh, so he's rewound before the Champions League victory.
1: Yeah, it is.
0: Is he playing with time and narrative
1: structure? He is. Well, Dunphy is. Yeah. Yeah. Dunphy's gone. Well, you know, we've just had a highlight of your, your football career there, Roy. Now I think we'll switch to a low light of your personal life. One
0: of your bleakest times. Yes.
1: Um, he says, I had a few hours to kill, a rare luxury. Of course, footballers have plenty of time off, or apparently off. God, where's this going? Alas, what appears to be free time isn't generally really free in the sense that you can do what you like. What may seem like free time in, say, the afternoons, is in fact rest time, recovering mm-hmm. from morning training. I had plans. I had things I wanted to do. But my body and my boss was telling me I had to rest. They weren't playing ball. This was not what Raikin was about. Raikin had to keep moving at all times. Mm-hmm. Permanent motion. I needed to find walker Where was he? There needed to be some swapping of insults <laughs> and a little bit of mischief. Like
0: one of them Harlequins. <laughs> it was Harlequin time as far as Roy King was concerned. <laughs> time to put the Christian uh, the costume on. Get my bells and my rags. The little coloured rags. And getting the phone to Des Walker. <laughs> Des, let's go out Harlequining. <laughs> like Tuesday. the old days. <laughs> what do you mean you're playing for Sandaria now, you bastard? <laughs> and then uh, it's
1: not just rest time. It's... Always thinking, he says, about the last match, the next match, and increasingly in the modern game, commercial, media, oh. extracurricular duties, designed to make money or create goodwill for you or the club. Goodwill? I didn't become a footballer for goodwill. What the fuck would I be
0: needing goodwill for? Come on. I came here to win and to achieve and to destroy the opposition. The last thing I need is goodwill. In fact, I judge myself on the basis of how much badwill I've attracted. I'm a bad harlequin. <laughs> Evil harlequin. I tried to get that going as a nickname in the dressing room, but it never caught on. I tried Nottingham Forest and Manchester United, later Celtic, but nobody was there. They said, Hey, lads, why don't you start? I'm, I'm a bit part of my nickname, Kino. I was thinking maybe you could all start calling me the bad harlequin, <laughs> but they never would. I don't know why jealous, probably. Because they knew it was such a fucking great...
1: About a week and a half... A
0: I cracking th- fucking nickname that none of them would have the brains to come up with for themselves.
1: For about a week and a half I went to the training each morning, pointed at myself with me thumbs and went, The Bad Harlequin's here!
0: <laughs> bad Harlequin
1: in the house! Whoop! <laughs> Whoop! <laughs> Catch on. Eventually I just let it drop. Still rankles with me though, to this day.
0: Don't worry, I've got a list of names of players who never called me the Bad Harlequin.
1: Dunphy, can we call this book The Bad Harlequin? <laughs> or The Fantastic Tale of the Bad Harlequin?
0: <laughs> I don't know, Roy. I'll, I'll ask the, uh, I'll I'll ask the, the publisher.
1: Maybe a bit long. Time off, he says, when I look back on the average season and add up the days when I am actually off, there are very few. Oh, God, he's trying to fucking say the pain of football is hard work. Yeah, God, definitely want to talk with that. As I got all the I've gradually Come to appreciate it From day one In July When you report back For pre-season training Until the end Which may be a World Cup qualifying campaign And then Blah 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 blah. I'd arranged to meet Norman Whiteside In the Griffin In Borden Or Bowden At 12 Norman Whiteside Norman
0: Norman I meet you in the pub At midday It's the bad harlequin <laughs> Who? <laughs> you heard what I said Just be there <laughs>
1: Norman didn't get out much. He was intrigued. Obviously, he came along. <laughs> I knew the bad harlequin thing would get under his skin, <laughs> capture his imagination, <laughs> fire his synapses. <laughs> also, he loved being in pubs. <laughs> he was a massive
0: pisshead. As far as Norman Whiteside was concerned, this was the win double. He got to be in a pub with a man who was calling himself
1: <laughs> the I bad harlequin and possibly have his curiosity sated. <laughs>
0: I knew for a fact he'd be there at midday, possibly earlier, possibly a lot earlier, knowing Norman.
1: <laughs> <laughs> he was there every day. Uh, Norman had retrained as a podiatrist. Did you know that? Well, no.
0: Nope. Interesting
1: fact there for you. He was still a popular character what at Old Trafford.
0: What is a podiatrist? The foot doctor. Foot, right.
1: foot yeah. Um, he's a still popular character at Old Trafford, respected for two reasons, and then he puts in brackets, make that three.
0: Oh. I don't know what that means. Note to Dumphy, make that three, not two, you prick. (laughs) (laughs)
1: He's got an excitement point after it as well, so (laughs) that's probably what it means. Ah, there we are. His talent, he just explains it in the next bit, (laughs) I didn't read on. No. (laughs) Three reasons. His talent, he took no prisoners on the pitch, and he was a leading member of the work-hard, play-hard drinking club that Sir Alex had banished from Old Trafford a couple of years after he arrived. Norman, Brian Robson, Paul McGrath Kevin Moran were all fantastic players, part Stuart Piers, part Des Walker, but in the best or worst of all Trafford traditions that stretch back to Matt Busby's days. They, they mixed outstanding achievement with some pretty spectacular sessions. That culture was still thriving when I arrived at the club in 93, and many of my happiest Manchester days were spent enjoying a few pints in the Griffin in my silks. My <laughs> coloured my coloured rags flying I would around the air. I'd skip
0: around the bar and everyone would laugh and laugh and laugh. I'd, and no one ever knew where I was going to pop out from next. The clientele the Griffin were very
1: tolerant <laughs> when it came to harlequins.
0: And even Do you remember that Mr. Claypole from Rentaghost? I was just like him. He was fucking hilarious. He <laughs> everyone a bit loved Everyone like loved him. him. Yeah. Everyone loved him. He was the best one in it. He was, apart from the pantomime horse who I liked, and Miss Pop I didn't like the witch very much. She, was a, bit, uh, she was a bit angry. She haunted my dreams for a long time.
1: And in the first series, there was a man called Mr. Meeker, yeah. who was in charge of the, go- the ghost shop.
0: And then course there was his wife, Mistress Meeker.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Meeker Rem- was in all the fucking series. Yeah. Oh, no, there was another, fe- uh, that's right. There was another fella called Fred or something that was in the first series. Right. He was a miserable fucker. We need to do a deep dive on Rent a Ghost.
0: Do you know what? I can't explain why. We'll talk about it another time. But when I think of Rent a Ghost, mm. I think of I, it makes me feel a little bit depressed. And I don't know why. Really? It makes me think of rainy afternoons after school. Oh, yeah. And you'd sort of be probably waiting for something a bit better to come on. I just found
1: better than Rent a Ghost, Park and uh, Green Jill?
0: Uh, I found it depressing, mate. I don't know why. Maybe something bad happened so to me
1: during.
0: Probably something during an episode. Yeah. I remember when I was playing five aside in a tournament when I was older, when I was at university, and, um, I prided myself on being the sort of bastard who would antagonize the opposition with really? verbals throughout right. the game. We all did it, this Quick team. Witty. We no, just, yeah, sometimes witty, but like just yeah, a just lot of fucking wind up sorts. and abuse to see, don't know why, just to see what would happen, I suppose. Thought we'd put it off, put them off their stride. That was one of our MOs. And then I remember once really winding a bloke up by repeatedly referring to him as Mr. Claypole. (laughs) (laughs) And he obviously fucking got the reference because he had a silly little beard like Mr. Claypole's beard. I was going, what's fucking Mr. Claypole? And he was like, fuck off. Right. And then in the end, as the game went on, I managed to just abbreviate it and to watch Claypole. Watch who's got Claypole? (laughs) And you you fucking call me Claypole once more, mate. Oh yeah. And what? And what? Uh, maybe that's why
1: maybe I, don't think it know. Was. I think the fellow who played Mr Claypool died of AIDS
0: oh I see power and play that, now is that's it why. you're what? trying to f- turn it round on me and make me look like someone who doesn't care about AIDS
1: <laughs> maybe yeah how old were you when this happened uh, what when I when you did this incident
0: this, the the, in the football game yeah Well, I was playing football and I'm, and I, I think I was probably about 1920, something like that. Yeah, he was dead by then. So I was taking the name of a dead man in vain. Dead AIDS
1: man. And, um, using it for.
0: Maybe I should have said, maybe I should have wound the bloke up with that. Watch a dead AIDS man. Watch AIDS clown. That's what I call Mr. Claypole. He's basically (laughs) a medieval clown who got AIDS. And that's what you look like, son. Yeah. Come with that again then. See yeah, what you all get. Alright, AIDS clown. Boom. I've done it. This is happening. What's your your move?
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: Jalapeno.
0: Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget?
1: Jalapeño. I don't know where this has gone. No. I don't know where this is it gone. It's to
0: do with him going to the griffin.
1: Yeah. You were unlikely to find the stars in a session. Mm. So it's the it's the hard workers, it's the grunt,
0: Not your or Ryan grunt, Giggs's. Or... Or your Beckham's. Yeah.
1: That sort of thing. I think that's what he's kind of saying. You wouldn't trust
0: them in a big uh, session, but, would but
1: you? He says their bullshit weirs are frequently discussed, scorned, and mocked. Oh. He's just absolutely blammed into them there. Hasn't he? He's blammed into the big, yeah. the big stars. You, fu- you,
0: you, fucking class of '92. Yeah, that's basically saying yeah.
1: fuck the class of '92.
0: Yeah,
1: none You'd- of them
0: would come to a second. Begs, gigs, fuck off. They were home with the mammies by this time.
1: It says, the bad boys usually sit at the back of the bus. They are the first to buy their round, and crucially, as was the case with Norman, Robbo, Paul, and Kevin, these are the guys who'll make the difference when it matters on the pitch. That's just Gary Neville just getting it fucking both barrels there, isn't it? Yeah. Really. Gary Neville, the fullback. This is the Roy Kane that we, we saw on Sky Sports recently, just, just tearing Gary Neville apart. Oh,
0: fucking hell. Did you see Soonis on that Irish football TV show? Someone tweeted the clip to Gary us.
1: I a pen across the desk about tactics.
0: I'm sick to death of this. Yeah. Hearing people talk about tactics. You get on the front foot, you win the game.
1: You get to the ball first. Yeah. You're going to win the football match. You you get to the ball second, you're nowhere. And he threw his pen a He Threw his
0: pen. And that man, that pundit from that Irish football game, was simply trying to do his job.
1: Yeah. Regard that as bullying?
0: It was a bit bullying, Like yourself
1: with uh, Mr. Clinton. With
0: the AIDS clown, yeah. AIDS clown. Imagine if Graham Sooners had given it that. Uh, Graham, what do you think are the tactics in this game? You shut your mouth, you fucking AIDS clown.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, so he's in the pub um, oh he says he's, he spent a few good days in this neighbouring pub with Paulins Robbo Lee Sharp brackets who preferred the city centre <laughs> uh, he's a city centre kind of boy Lee if you Sharp. know what I mean yeah you yeah. know what I'm saying don't you enjoys the city centre <laughs> he likes the bright lights
0: yeah likes the kind of how can I put it that the kid. atmosphere, the buzz, the disco music. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, and Eric, Steve, Bruce, and Norman. I guess he means Eric Cantona.
0: What he means is the men. Yeah, the Ed men ben of Bruce the group, is boys, isn't it? I mean, I bet Cantona could put it away big style.
1: He says we can relax and be ourselves. There's no audience, no gallery to play to. It's real, human, oh. normal. Men behaving normally. <laughs> this Ugh. is normal. This is
0: normal, lads. We'd strip off. This is good. This is normal. We'd be naked. We'd start to wrestle. We'd punch each like other in the stomach. Normal men. Normal men. Then we'd start to rub bits of wood together until they created fire. Just normal things. And I would put my pack. hand into the fire and I would stare into Eric's eyes and I would not blink and he wouldn't blink either. And slowly you could hear me. You could smell me flesh begin to burn.
1: This is normal, I thought. This is very, very normal. We're normal men. I'd say to Norman Whiteside, I'd say, Norman, that sounds a bit like normal. That's kind of like, I could call you normal Norman.
0: And that's what makes me feel so comfortable around you.
1: This is why I have the bad harlequin. <laughs> it's real, human, normal. Men behaving normally.
0: Uh,
1: That'll be a good sitcom, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah.
0: That's the millennials' answer to men behaving badly. Men behaving men men normally, behaving normally. Yeah.
1: Trying to save up for a house deposit,
0: <laughs> staying in every
1: night, watching <laughs> Netflix,
0: <laughs> getting Ubers everywhere, Own, getting all your food delivered,
1: owning a small dog and paying someone to walk it when you're at work at the fucking internet factory every day.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. Sorry, kids. We're not. You know. No. Angry. We like millennials. We've said yeah. that in the
1: past, don't we? We like them. Yeah. The future. Um. As the afternoon passes, the office workers drifting back to work. We talk about everything and nothing. Norman Norman is a funny lad. The perfect companion for a carefree session. The gossip is vicious. Oh. (laughs) Oh!
0: Have you heard about so-and-so? He's had lipo. (laughs) He's had work done. Have you heard about Steve McLaren? (laughs) He's had a bit
1: of a tuck. (laughs) I bet I know where Lee Sharp is today. Up the city centre.
0: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs>
1: he likes it there doesn't he oh he loves it uptown can't get, you can't get him out of the place tales of outrageous incidents that never got back to the manager's office and some that unfortunately did are told again and seem all the richer for being recycled in the heady atmosphere of late afternoon drinking this sounds fucking awful Mm. bunch of blokes telling the same stories over and over again.
0: Pissed out their heads. Yeah. And you know that there would be a moment at which it starts to get a bit moody.
1: Yeah, well, it does, I think, on the next page. Yeah. We don't just talk about ourselves or the meaning of life, just about how things are instead of how things are depicted. Normal. We're real. We're normal. Normal. Normal men.
0: Doing normal men things. Talking about reality. <laughs> the here and now.
1: Oh, hang on I've eaten nothing he says I haven't had much sleep I'm glowing it's time to move on to meet the lads in Mulligans in Manchester as we are driven into town I feel slightly apprehensive despite living here for six years I know little of the city centre
0: that's <laughs> like Lee Sharp
1: <laughs> when Lee Sharp was my guide I just followed oh god he says there's a pattern here Cork Dublin Nottingham Manchester it all adds up to aggravation Ninety per cent of the time there's no problem, but I've learnt that my cost in, in bars. Situations can arise that require the kind of guile I don't possess. <laughs> pushing and shoving occurs.
0: <laughs> I don't always remember how it happens. Situations, things, places, faces, pushing, shoving. This
1: is not this is stopped being a normal situation. It's this abnormal. Is no abnormal. Where's Norman? Why did we leave him back at the Griffin? Norman! Come here and hold me! I need to feel normal again! (laughs) For example, a scene in Dublin not long ago with Tony Cascarino. We thought we'd kick off with a pint in the hotel bar just as we ordered a guy comes over. His mate has got married that day. The wedding party is in full swing across the ballroom. The exchange goes as follows. Stranger. Roy, would you mind coming over to have a photo taken with a happy couple? Roy, we've just ordered a drink. Give me five minutes, i will be over, no problem. Stranger, we need it now. Roy, look, let me get the drinks in, then I'll be over. This is normal. Stay normal. (laughs) Stranger, so it's true what they say about you. You're an arrogant prick. (laughs) Cass, listen, mate, he said no problem. Just give us a few minutes. Stranger, fuck off you, I'm talking to him.
0: Fucking hell.
1: (laughs) Fortunately, I've no drink taken, otherwise the anger I feel would have erupted. Still, my inclination is to hit the guy who has been drinking all day by the looks of him. Cass, Roy, let it go. We're out for the night. Don't let this fucker spoil it. Roy to Stranger. Piss off! <laughs>
0: um, Not as bad as the woman who um, pulled the pint on him. Oh
1: yeah, she wanted the... Um, was the pair she of wanted the pants his she pants wanted and he pants offered and her an island he and shirt and it wasn't
0: good so. enough and the next thing yeah. he was rolling around on the carpet with her husband.
1: Yeah, so was some pushing and shoving. Yeah. Welcome to hell, I thought. <laughs> <laughs> um... So they're in Mulligans, in Manchester City Centre, and the Ned Kelly security force is there as well, oh. looking after them. There's a ring of steel around them, I guess. Yeah. It has to be, doesn't it? I mean, when me when and you go out down the podcast club, we yeah. generally have security.
0: you got a few, yeah, exactly, some of our trusted guys. They're very discreet. Crouchy's got massive security. He's got like
1: seven fans. Yeah,
0: I mean, but he likes to make a big show of it. Our guys are quite discreet. Yeah. You might not even notice them. They might seem like normal drinkers yeah. or civilians to you. Um, watch them carefully though, and they are constantly muttering into their lapels to yeah. communicate with each other. And the moment anyone behaves inappropriately towards us, they're right. out of the game.
1: They're, they're done.
0: You'll see them being it's discreetly be normal, just dragged out and it's they'll be unconscious. Normal. Yeah.
1: I mean, we, we, we keep our heads down. We're yeah. quite down to earth normal fellas. We crouch usually in the corner. Loudly making jokes about his own height.
0: Yeah, doing his uh, his his robot dance, doing his robot dance. I'm like a
1: giraffe, he says.
0: Yeah, look look at the size of me. I'm a
1: fucking freak, you
0: know. Only joking. Anyone want to see me do the robot? (laughs) Bang (laughs) bang
1: bang. And a crowd assembles. (laughs) Meanwhile, we're just in the corner. You've got your Saint Clements. Mm. I've got a pint. Yeah, I've
0: got a St. Clement's and a Greg's Vegan sausage roll.
1: I had one of them last week. What did you one. think? I thought
0: it was nice. Yeah, I've had one. It's fucking yeah. well nice. Can't I'm, be good I'm for you. I'm conflicted. I've, Can't I've, be good for me in what sense? Well, what I mean is my mum got me one and I ate it and I said, that's so delicious mm. that they must have inserted like Badness in really it. a bad, a huge amount of salt, chemicals, yeah. Yeah. artificial fat. I don't know what, but to make it as tasty as sausage meat, yeah. you're going to have to add a lot it of fucking is, uh, chemicals. It's up there, isn't it? Yeah, well, that's
1: fucking. You know what I mean? That's, that's the choice. You, that's the yeah. lifestyle I choice mean, you've chosen.
0: There's no problem. I mean, you know, if, if it's if it's as bad for you as sausage meat, then so be it. Tastes great. Yeah.
1: Where are we? Um, we're having a good time. Ryan Giggs and Nikki Butter looking for victims. Don't know what that means. Huh. Probably best to just pass that by, brush it over. Yeah. Uh, Gary Neville is talking. He says, that's all he says. Gary Neville is
0: talking. <laughs> <laughs> that's what he likes to do. It's Gary's thing. Yeah. Talk's a lot. That's it. He's Talking, just talking, a, talking, a talking, talking. mouth and fucking legs.
1: <laughs> Peter Schmeichel is pausing. What's new, he says, <laughs> and boring the arse off people.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Schmeichel, of course, is the other nemesis <laughs> at Manchester United. Pausing in his fucking sunglasses. He took the captain's armband off him and wouldn't give it back. Yeah. He is now boring the arse off people. Dwight York is bubbling with good humour and mischief. It's kind of like a harlequin almost. <laughs> <laughs> Bex is listening to Gary. Put the boot in the Bex there. Yeah. Gary Neville, but worse. Teddy is being cool. <laughs> he's brought his mum along. <laughs> oh, he's put, he's put, Teddy is being cool. He's put, he's from London. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oi
1: oi Oi fellas I'm here with all the cool stuff
0: Stick a bit of fucking Ribena in my beer Will you kicks Yay <laughs> hey, Let's get the fucking Night
1: underway Dennis Irwin And Paul Schools, The quiet men Are coming out of their shells We decide to move One of our bodyguards Goes across to Henry's A smart bar To check if it's okay For us to go up, go over No problem Some of the lads Are regulars in Henry's Probably late sharp Uh for a while all is well, but soon trouble appears in the shape of two women and a guy who've been eyeing us up in Milligan's. I'm talking to Ryan when one of the women asks if we'll buy her a drink. We blank her, but she persists, this time backed up by her pal and the guy who's with them. We move. They follow. Game on. Fuck it now. Aren't you going to buy the girls a drink, you wanker? (laughs) The guy is in my face. Meet aggression with aggression. Well, the sensible thing to do at this point would have been called Ned Kelly's security force. Sadly, with drink-take and common sense is not my strongest suit. Piss off and leave us alone is my response. Why don't you piss off? Who the fuck do you think you are, woman number one replies. From somewhere, a glass flies through the air.
0: (laughs) It was Schmeichel. (laughs) He was on their side.
1: (laughs) Hitting me in the face just below my eye, I lunge at the guy. Then all hell breaks loose. What follows is a blur. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember too much about what
0: happened next. There was a st- certainly some pushing and shoving as far as I know.
1: It might have been a little bit of hell. <laughs> but subsequent reports established the two women left the bar to make two phone calls. The first to the sun
0: <laughs> and oh. the John
1: <laughs> oh. Oh,
0: What am I doing here sat doing the night shift? The phone hasn't rung all night. Ring, ring. Oh. Hello, John Pigface of the Sun. How can I help you? (laughs) (laughs) We've been
1: in a bar and Roy Keane was there and there was some pushing and shoving and a glass got thrown.
0: Can I stop you there? I've got enough. (laughs) I've got enough. It's a vice to say. Invoice us for £50. It'll be on the front page of tomorrow's newspaper. TTFN. Bing. Um, Then uh, the allegation
1: was denied, blah, blah, blah. Um. The police came, lights flashing, a small crowd was gathering. I could see tomorrow's headlines already. Yeah, because they'd already made the phone call. (laughs) Come on, Mr. Keane. Polite but firm. I'm in the back of the police van. I thought, you prick. Why me? The usual. Why me? I wasn't the only one they were bothering, but I was the one who had to get involved. Again. At the police station, I explained what happened. They listened. Unfortunately, after nine hours on the tear, I didn't make a very convincing witness. No food, no sleep. Three aggressive punters in a bar. A recipe for disaster. They put me in a cell to sleep it off. It was a long night. I didn't sleep much. So he's uh, he's in a cell for drunk and disorderly conduct. He gets in touch with his lawyer, Michael Kennedy.
0: <laughs> I can, Michael
1: I, turned up. He was also drunk.
0: <laughs> it was a real problem. I can't have Michael Kennedy. There was no answer. Where the hell could he be at this time, I thought. <laughs> then, as luck would have it, I bumped into him in my cell. He, he, he was in the same the cell. <laughs> I asked him what he was doing there. Apparently he'd been involved in the same melee. <laughs> what would be the chances of that, Hat? heart
1: <laughs> Oh, man. The manager arrived the following morning. Michael had called him, though that wouldn't have been necessary. Manchester is a village. If you're offside, the manager will know the following morning. I've always been honest with him, held my hands up, which now peers off. For when, I, when I explain what happened in Henry's, he accepts I'm telling the truth. I'll get you out, he said. So Michael Kennedy's no use, but Alex Ferguson's getting him out of prison. I'll get you out. I'll beat you up. You do this again, I'll beat you up. I'll get Graeme Souness to beat you up. Uh, I know Graham like
0: Sooness. He'll throw a fucking pyro at you.
1: And this was four days before the cup final as well. The last thing I needed was a bollocking. Oh, his feelings were hurt. Wow. Oh. It's a shame, isn't
0: it?
1: <laughs> the last thing I need that was a bollocking. <laughs> uh, he says, I was released on bail with an assurance that if, as seems certain, the assault allegations prove false, I'd hear nothing more about the, the matter. Relieved, I went home to Teresa and the kids vowing I wouldn't make that same mistake again. Of course, I'd made that vow before. The mm-hmm. bad Harlequin never sleeps.
0: <laughs> I couldn't control him. It was like when Spider-Man turns into bad Spider-Man. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I reckon we'll leave it there. Good. For this episode. Yeah. No football in that whatsoever, but, good but times.
0: that's all, all the better for it.
1: Yeah. Uh, Yeah, thanks for listening. We'll be back with another one of these next week. And
0: if you're listening to this and it's not yet 2020, likelihood is is that you are a member of the Iron Filing Society. Yeah. So you'll have noticed that we have uh, announced some live dates. Now would probably be a good time for you to encourage your friends and family to subscribe to the Iron Filing Society also. Early
1: bird advance pre-seal tickets tickets and all that stuff because they're selling out. Titting about on stage. If you're listening to this in 2020, the shows have already happened and they were fucking magnificent.
0: (sighs) And now we are both dead.
1: Goodbye. Bye.